0: This is News Radio 105.9 WBBM's All Local. Listen and subscribe for Chicago's most up-to-date news each weekday morning and afternoon. Now from the WBBM newsroom, these are the most important news stories from the Chicago area. Our top local story here on News Radio WBBM. Chicago aldermen have once again turned back an attempt by the city's police union to allow officers accused of serious misconduct to have their cases heard behind closed doors. WBBM political editor Craig Delamore reports from City Hall that the 32 to 18 vote appears to bring the city closer to a new legal challenge. Well, the city council solidly voted
1: to again reject an arbitrator's ruling that says police officers facing the most severe disciplinary cases have the option of having their cases decided behind closed doors in arbitration instead of in public police board hearings. 23rd Ward Alderwoman Sylvana Tabaras, one of the police union's strongest allies, says, but it's the law.
0: It was the democratic process at work when the state drafted the Illinois Public Labor Relations Act 40 years ago. It's illegal illegal for us to break it today
1: but 28th Ward Alderman Jason Irvin says transparency is vital and sometimes laws need to be changed no change in the law I'm down in Mississippi picking cottons and change still no change in the law some of you in here wouldn't have a right to vote. The Fraternal Order of Police is already in court over this issue. At City Hall, Craig Delamore, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. The mayor's trying to downplay reports of friction between his office, state, and county leaders following a new announcement about the city's migrant support effort. The governor county board president Craig Winkle today promising $250 million additional to services and assistance to some of the thousands of migrants bust here. The city was not included in that announcement, and the Sun Times reports that in a meeting with Pritzker and Preckwinkle, the mayor promised to ask City Council for seventy million in additional migrant funding, but later backed away. After today's city council meeting, Mayor Johnson would not answer repeated questions from reporters about whether Chicago would offer that additional money. There is no disconnect. And yes, I was in the meeting. There there are a number of matters that need to be worked through. It's not just about financial resources. Nearly 13,000 migrants are now in Chicago shelters.
0: The city of Chicago has opened a first-of-its-kind expungement department at the Criminal Courts building, streamlining the process of getting criminal records cleared. Clerk of the Circuit Court of Cook County, Iris Martinez, says they're eliminating multiple filing fees and bureaucratic hurdles. The
1: inception of the expungement department is a response to long-overdue critical need to streamline the process of expungements and sealing of records, making it
0: more accessible and manageable, for individuals seeking a second chance. The clerk's office is also working with community organizations, teaching them how to navigate the process so they can help others.
1: Election day about a month away, but voters in Chicago have already started casting ballots. Early
0: voting for the upcoming March 19th. Presidential primary election is now open. Chairwoman of the Chicago Board of Election Commissioners, Maricel Hernandez, marked the start of another early voting season at the Loop Super Site. It and the board's offices are open daily through Election Day. Taking advantage was Donald Claiborne of Auburn-Gresham, who says he's a regular early voter. Why early every time?
1: Get it out of the way. Beat the crowd. Beat the crowd. First day of voting, always the best. Anybody here but me. Is
0: Other voters told us they are going to be out of town on primary day or they know who they want to vote for, so they figured they would get it done. The Board of Elections says about one in four primary voters cast early ballots, but that number rose to three in 10 during the city's mayoral runoff last April. Nancy Hardy, News Radio 105.9 WBBM. More than a dozen City of Colleges of Chicago students are headed to South Africa during Black History Month. At Chaperone, Akiza Badi Willis, a grant administrator at Malcolm X College, is hoping the trip will be transformational for students. It's a passion of mine to be able to do this, and that passion comes from, you know, my own experience and how impactful my visits to Africa have been just in terms of understanding what my role in in the world is organizers say the trip's itinerary is jam-packed columbia college facing an abrupt
1: change at the top a turbulent fall semester and a financial fight for survival columbia college president Kwang bu kim has decided to step down no reason given in his email to students he created a tidal wave of anger when he slashed courses in an effort to save money and he also felt the brunt of a 49-day faculty strike in addition, the college will increase tuition in the fall. The tribune says the faculty said it has to assess the college's financial health, which could determine whether full-time faculty
0: with tenure will be laid off. The Shed Aquarium has an adorable new addition. That sound is the newest rescued sea otter pup making his exhibit debut at the Shed. Staff at the aquarium say he's made great progress since arriving in November after being found in Alaska, stranded, wounded, and without his mother. According to The Shed, the pup has doubled his weight and is now 20 pounds, thanks in part to the animal care team teaching him how to forage for food by placing treats and toys or food at the bottom of the 16-foot-deep habitat. Next up for the still unnamed pup... Meeting other rescued otters at the shed to learn how to socialize. My Martinez, News Radio 1059 WBBM. And you can see photos and video of that sea otter pup on our website, WBBMNewsRadio.com.
1: There's new information for McKinley Park area residents who could be in line for some settlement money for a class action lawsuit. The proposed class action settlement is designed to ease complaints by McKinley Park residents who have to deal with smells coming from the Matt Asphalt Company. The Sun-Times says lawyers who represent residents will host a meeting next week to explain how they can file a claim, opt out, or object to the proposed million-dollar settlement. Deadline for residents to make a decision is March 15th. The meeting is scheduled Tuesday evening at the Daily Public Library in the Humboldt Park neighborhood. Some McKinley Park residents are upset the meeting is miles north of where they live. Bernie Tafoya, News Radio, 1059
0: WBBM. Your comment, Bill's about to look a bit different, starting with your account number. ComEd
1: customers are getting new account numbers. The utility says that means between now and at least Monday, self-service tools will be spotty, sometimes totally offline. The new numbers are going to all residential and business accounts. You'll have the new account number when you start a new service in the future or move. ComEd says if you're enrolled in automatic bill pay, you don't have to make any changes, but if you pay your bill through your bank or some other financial institution, you will have to update the account number. Cisco News Radio 105.
0: All Local is a production of News Radio 105.9 WBBM, Chicago's news, traffic, and weather station. Please like and subscribe to this podcast on the Odyssey app to continue receiving up-to-date news and information.